appreciate that. Uh, we're going to be in Exodus this evening, Exodus chapter 33, as we continue on in the life of Moses. Maybe one of the greatest statements Moses made is in this chapter, at least right up there. And uh, I titled the, the study tonight, His Presence. And Moses speaks about the Lord's presence and how important it is. As I've been doing with this, I, um, I want to read the entire chapter. Uh, it's 23 verses here. Uh, but I want to see what, what uh, Moses says here. And uh, a few things about the presence of God. Uh, as we see what Moses said, then I want to see just a couple things the Bible says other than what Moses says about the presence of God and how important it is in our life. And so um, let's have a word of prayer and we'll, I'll read the entire chapter here uh, as we continue on in the life of Moses.
thing also that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight. That is walking in his presence and having that presence always with us. Um, I, was, I just wrote a couple things down. I was thinking about the presence of the Lord. It should be treasured. The Bible says it here. It should be treasured by everyone that claims the name of the Lord. And Moses says, I'm not going any further without it. We cannot go on our own strength. In his presence are the blessings necessary to live a godly life. And I want to look at the at four things tonight that we find in the presence of God. Number one is rest. Number one is rest. It's what the world is looking for. Verse 14 says, And he said, Now, it goes back and forth here in this passage. You've got to, not that hard to keep up with, but you've got to be paying attention to know who's speaking because it doesn't say, And God said, And Moses said, And God said, And Moses said. It's he said, he said, he said. And verse 14 is the Lord speaking. And he said, my presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. He said, I, my presence is going to go with thee, and I will give thee rest. What are we looking for in life if it's not rest? And I'm not talking about a physical rest. I'm sure a lot of us in here could use a nap. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Uh, nothing wrong with that, as long as it's not the focus of our life. But a rest, that just that calm, quiet spirit. It comes in the presence of the Lord. I'm going to go with you, and I'm going to give you rest. As they, as they wander through the wilderness, and they go on, Moses, is, Moses doesn't exactly know what's coming on in his life here. Um, there, there's quite a bit that he hasn't seen yet. But God just says, in all of it, I'm going to give you peace. That's what the world's looking for. It's amazing the numbers of how... how high, and it's incredibly sad how high our suicide rate is in America today. Because in this world there's no rest, no peace, and no purpose. They, they're seeking for something that they'll never find outside of the Lord. I just got a sign back there that said, turn mic on, so it's not my fault. All right. The fact that I forgot earlier is my fault, but that screech is not my fault. How many of us are truly at rest? Christian, in his presence is rest. He, he promises it. Now, I want to look at Deuteronomy chapter 20. Deuteronomy chapter 20 speaks of the presence of God, and we're going to read verse 1 through 4. And uh, this is a great passage as well. It, Talks of strength in the presence of the Lord. 
verse 1 says, When thou goest out to battle against thine enemies, and seest horses and chariots, and a people more than thou, when you see a greater enemy than you, they're, they're stronger than you, be not afraid of them. For the Lord thy God is with thee, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And it shall be, when ye are come nigh unto the battle, that the priest shall approach and speak unto the people, and shall say unto them, Hear, O Israel, ye approach this day unto battle against your enemies. Let not your hearts faint, fear not, and do not tremble, neither be ye terrified because of them. For the Lord your God is he that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. In the presence of the Lord, in this passage, we see strength. We see strength, and we need it day by day by day. Uh, it's an amazing thing, and I know I've, I've talked about this off and on from, from the pulpit here, as a parent looking to the future of America. It's, it's, a, it's a frightening thing, in my opinion. In my flesh, I can look forward and think, boy, I don't know what's going to happen. Okay. What is going to, how are they going to change the laws against those of us who want to raise our children in a godly fashion? They say we're brainwashing them. They say we're, we're restricting them from, from experiencing life. They say all of these things against us. And as I look at it, and the, the law is changing more and more, how long are we going to be allowed to, to uh, homeschool our children? I, I don't know. How long are we going to be allowed to discipline our children properly? I, I don't know. It, it may not be a long time yet. Things can go rapidly in our world. Our enemy is strong, and he's working day by day by day against the family, against marriages, against this church. Yet, this passage says, listen, the enemy is too great for you, but for the Lord your God is is he that goeth with you to fight against you or to fight against your enemies and to save you. In his presence is strength. He says that I will both lay, the, um, lay me down and sleep and rest in peace. Boy, I can't, I can't, I don't know the reference off the top of my head and I can't quote it right either. But it says, For thou, Lord, makest me dwell in safety. It is his presence that gives me peace and strength. I, I, don't, I don't know how parents do it in this world today outside of the Lord. They think we're crazy bringing seven children into this world in this climate that our world is today. But they're going to walk with God. If, if His presence is with them, they have victory. If His presence is with them, they can change this world. Now more than ever we need godly young people. Now more than ever we need those that walk in His presence and understand that in that is strength. <laughs> I love just thinking about walking into battle with the Lord leading me. I'm not fighting anything. All power is with me. Nothing can touch me outside of that. Nothing can touch my children. If he doesn't allow it. And when he does, it's for their good. In his presence is strength. I don't have to fear what this world brings to me. He says, fear not. Fear not. And, and I, I have to be reminded of this all the time. If I don't dwell on that's God's presence, it's his strength that keeps us. I probably wouldn't sleep at night. 
but because His presence is with us. Because He says, this, I will fight against that enemy. It's not your responsibility. I'm going to destroy them. I already have the victory. Then I know that it's not in my strength that my family is protected. It's not in my strength that this church goes forward. Praise the Lord for that. I have no idea. It's in His presence. He gives us the strength to go on. In His presence is rest. In His presence is courage. There should be no fear in the Christian life. There are frightening things, but we should not dwell in fear. We should not live in fear. There's courage in His presence. Isaiah chapter 43, 1-5 says there's comfort. Courage and comfort go hand in hand to me. There's nothing worse, nothing um, more... more uh, well, the word slips my mind. I don't want to say more terrifying than fear, but there you go. There's nothing that can cause us more discomfort, for lack of a better way of putting it, than fear. So we, la- we lose all of our comfort when we're living scared, when we, when we aren't trusting the Lord. In, verse, in chapter 43, verse 1 through 5, it says, But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, and neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God. The Holy One of Israel, thy Savior, I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for thee. Since thou wast precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee. Therefore I will give men for thee and people for thy life. Fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. In all of this, in whatever comes in my life, the Bible just keeps saying over and over and over, Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. What's the government doing right now? They're, they're trying to scare us half to death with the Delta variant. Now, I don't want to mock this. I, please don't get me wrong. I believe it's real. I know it's real. I have relatives that are sick with coronavirus right now. Some in the hospital. And, and so I'm, please don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to belittle it. But is not God in control of it? He's still with me. So I'm not living in fear of anything. doesn't mean to be foolish. There's some kind of a teenage challenge going around last year during the coronavirus, and I heard about it just on the radio the other day, where the challenge was to go into a convenience store and lick a doorknob or something like that. The challenge was, it's the virus challenge, the coronavirus challenge. All right, well, that's foolishness. That's not trusting the Lord. That's, that's trying to get attention and, and being silly. And, and asking for trouble in your life. So we're not to be foolish. Please don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not advocating throwing off all caution and being, being crazy, but I'm not going to live scared of the virus. God's in control of that. If He brings it into my life, there's a reason for it. And He's in control of it. I'm not scared of it for my family. I'm not scared of it for my extended family. Because God knows. 
and he's in control. There's, there's, there's comfort in that. I don't need to worry about anything that comes. What's, what's Jesus say in Matthew 28, 30? Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Lo, I am with you always, in all things. We heard today that Elizabeth's sister might have the coronavirus. She's not doing very... She's sick, not in the hospital or anything, but she's sick. God's in control. There's no reason to fear it. Take it seriously. Be, be, be smart about it. But live in His presence, in His strength. Know that He's in control of all things. Psalms chapter 16 says, On top of comfort and top of strength and rest, in His presence is the fullness of joy. The fullness of joy. And living... Outside of rest, not being comforted in the Word of God and in the presence of God, there certainly is no joy. There certainly is no joy. If I'm sitting wringing my hands, I've lost all my joy. Verse 1 says, Preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, Thou art my Lord, my goodness extendeth not to thee. But to the saints that are in the earth, and to the excellent, in whom is all my delight, their sorrows shall be multiplied, that hasten after another God. Their drink offering of blood will I not offer, nor take up their names into my lips. The Lord is the portion of mine inheritance, and of my cup thou maintainest my lot. The lines are fallen unto me in pleasant places, yea, I have a goodly heritage. I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night season. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Because he's at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Think about that. We used to sing the song, I shall not be, I shall not be moved. It's been years since I sang that song. I shall not be, I shall not be moved. Just like a tree planted by the rudders, I shall not be moved. You know what? It's not bragging. It's because he's at my right hand. It's his strength that's established me. Because he's there. You can't move me, right? This world can't change me. I'm going to keep saying that forever. I love the fact that he's there for us. Therefore my heart is glad and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope. For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell. Neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. In thy presence is fullness of joy. Fullness of joy. Challenges over and over and over that if we don't have joy in our life, we're not in his presence. There's no other, there's no other way to interpret that verse. If I don't, have it, I don't have joy, I'm not in his presence. Because there is the fullness of joy. There's no way to describe what that exactly means. The fullness of joy. <laughs> it's... It's unlimited. It's beyond description. Someday, we're going to fully understand it in His presence someday. But right now, I should have joy. The fullness of it. In His presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. We have the presence of God. If we're like Moses. If you don't go with us, I'm not going to go. Too many times in our life we're like, well, Lord, this is where I'm going, so tag along. 
So tag along, come along with me as I go where I want to be. If we could have the right attitude like Moses did, when you move, Lord, then I'll move. Until then, I'm right here because I've got to be in your presence. Now, if we go back to uh, Exodus chapter 33, the verse that I commented on just a little bit after he talks about the presence of the Lord. <coughs> verse 16 says, For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Is it not that thou goest with us? How do I know that you have, are pleased with what's going on here today? How do I know that you're, you're happy with what I'm doing? Well, it's that your presence go with me. So when I have his presence, I know that, he is, that I've pleased him. That my life is pleasing to him. But on top of that, he says, uh, So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. How am I different then? By his presence. Others will know. We keep, come, keep coming back to this almost every message that I preach lately. When my life is right, others will know. When they see his presence with me, there's something different about that individual. There's something different. It's not that he's weird. He might be. But that's not what they're looking at. It's not that you have an odd, quirky personality that they're looking at. That's not what God's talking about. He's looking at this individual. The world's looking at you and say, he's been with God. There's something different about that person. Can they see it on you? In his presence, we're, we're made different from the other people. I will be separated from all the people that are upon the face of the earth when I'm walking in the presence of God. His presence makes us different. And it's only by Him, only by His grace. If your presence doesn't go with us, Lord, if you are not going to take me, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I hope that's our attitude. Don't tell Him, come along. Say, Lord, you lead. You guide. I, I don't know what's going on in my life. Only you do. And in your presence is where I want to be. And we'll have joy. We'll have rest comfort, we'll have strength, and we'll have fruit. We'll see what God uses us in this world. I hope we're in the presence of God. Hope you have joy this week. Let the world see it. Let them know that God has done something for you. Let's pray. Father, thank you for our time tonight. Lord, I know that... Um, you desire to walk with us. It is your will, Lord, that every individual here tonight, every individual inside and outside of these doors, be in your presence. I know, that, Lord, that you're not willing that any should perish. Lord, you desire to have a relationship with every single one. And Lord, when we're in that presence, then you can use us, then you can bless our lives, and you can guide us. Father, I, I ask for Victory Baptist Church this week that we walk with you. Lord, that there would be no, that there would be no um, sin in the camp that can distract, that can take us away from serving you, that, Lord, can weaken us. Father, that we can see the victory through you. Guide us, Lord, individually and as a church. 
in your presence. And we'll praise you for it. Thank you for your love, your mercy in our lives. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Thank you for being here. You are dismissed.